The following podcast discusses alternative sexual practices in loving and detailed terms, and as such may not be appropriate for young children, those with an unhealthy obsession of freshman congresswomen, or anybody still drinking green beer today. It was cute on Sunday. Now you just have a problem. Listener discretion is advised. Podcast of wholesome kink and perverted crafting. I'm Sarah King. I'm Lansing Mike. And uh, yeah, it is St. Patrick's Day when we are recording this, though. Um, yeah, it very confused me your intro. I was like, wait, but today's the Green Beer Day. So why are you <laughs> chiding people? It's like, oh no, they'll be hearing this on days Wednesday. Yes, which yeah. is not, yeah. Uh, yeah, so. Um, I used to think anyone just drinking green beer. I was like, please, just don't. Yeah, no, I mean, have a little self-respect. You know, have a Killian's, have a Guinness. Don't have a Bud Light with green food coloring. Um, but no, I, yeah, I did stuff yesterday, and I was all decked out in green and was all that. But yeah, I, that, I did draw the line. It's like, no, no green beer. Yeah, no, not, not I think actually we had a big sign that said no green beer at one of the establishments we went to, and we all had a picture taken there. LBC oh, right. made it a point. He's like, we're not doing that. <laughs> well, I'm... We'll accept your money, and we will love you. The fact that people will drink excessively on, well, it was Saturday, but also today. I'm sure there's people out yeah. there. And I, I, I feel bad. It's like, okay, does that mean like they have to go out both days if you're a hardcore drinker? I would think. If, if you're a hardcore drinker, you go out drinking every day. Well, no, I mean, but... Use St. Patrick's Day as an excuse, you know, just you as you'd use the you know the circuit party as an excuse to actually like have lots of fun sex when you know you could have fun sex all the time. Uh, yeah. Or you know any event. Uh, but no, um, yeah. I mean that was that was what I did yesterday. So a chron a I was gonna say a chronologically, but there's a word for that, but I can't think of it right now. Yeah. Well, why why don't we start f- further back with um, the bar night that we were both at. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to uh, Michigan Rubbermen's uh, Fetish Invasion. At the uh, Out Bar. Out the Out Bar. Um, which has been sold. Uh, the gay couple that owned that whole block, the common language, uh, the, the bar has, a, a bar group has purchased it. So it is sold. But the liquor license is not yet in their hands, so it's still kind of like owned-ish by the couple because the liquor license is still in their hands and you have to jump through okay. fuckloads of hoops to get that transferred. Yeah, liquor licenses can be a pain in the But ass. no, there are new owners and their thoughts were to continue on with, you know, the bookstore is definitely gone but the, I think, Jim Toy uh, found, uh, community center that's there mm-hmm. is supposed to stay. I guess there's a restaurant that's staying um, and the out bar is supposed to continue on as it is. So... At least the article I read sounded like the new owners are like, no, we're it's it's fine as it is. You know, there'll be probably be some changes, but they're yeah, probably be the same. Um, yeah. I know the person who put on the leather night or the latex night, kink night, kink night. Um, heard from I think he said the manager that they liked the crowd. You know, the fact that there were extra people there that night and were interested in doing things in the future too. So it wasn't like okay, you know, it's cool. a nice affirmation from you know. The business itself saying, hey, we like this, let's keep doing this. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got there relatively early. I went on um, my own because I know I know enough that I'm like, I can go there. And also I want to do a lot of book shopping and sundries. Uh, there were some people there 
I guess it was like a scavenger hunt. They had gotten a roll of stickers mm -hmm. from oh, Amazon that read for rectal use only. Yeah, I, scavenger hunt? I, I, I just thought so, it was someone's birthday. So, so, or, yeah, somebody was a woman. They, they, they were, were taking pictures of. They were taking pictures with those stickers on yeah, interesting things. I didn't things. think there was anything about it other than the fact that she thought it was amusing and had ordered them and was putting them on people. Yeah, so I put one on my tongue and, mm -hmm. and one on my pinky finger. Yeah. and well, I took it off as soon okay. as he took the picture, but yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah I, I found one on my kilt like when I w went to put it on yesterday for another event. I was like, oh, and I had one somewhere else on me, and so there's two on my bathroom mirror now. So, But yeah, no, I, I've seen someone else had posted on, I think, on Instagram or that about ordering some. It's like, I'm going to have so much fun in the produce section. They were planning to, like, you know, basically label a bunch of stuff. And it's like, you, yes. You're 12, aren't you? Aren't we all? I mean, yeah. Yeah, good crowd there. Um, lots of guys in rubber. Mm -hmm. um, considering it's Michigan Rubbermen, that's uh, not surprising. See, I, I mean, yeah, I heard rubber, but I also heard it was kink. I, you know, it's, but it seemed like most people there were rubber. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the person who set it up is primarily rubber and yep and it was listed on the michigan rubberman's page so mm -hmm. um yeah i ran into um the gentleman who is going to be teaching the advanced fisting class okay. at claw um, cool i i've i knew him from before i've mm -hmm. actually uh done some advanced fisting with him before so um be interesting to take his class mm -hmm. and uh yeah, I've got to um, provide him some pleasure. Yeah. Work, worked over his tits and pounded his nuts, which he's into both of those. So, yep. Uh, yeah, I mean, for I mean, mostly it was people hanging around and just kind of drinking. It also it was a horrible day because it was raining. <laughs> oh yeah, it was raining to beat the band, which I guess is you know perfect for latex because okay, you know, just dab yourself off when you get to the bar and you know you're dry because. If, you know, latex might not keep out the cold, but it'll keep, it'll out, the keep water. out the water. Yeah. Um, the uh, well, the interesting thing is, so the a woman who was there with the stickers, it was her birthday, and she was there probably with boyfriend, husband. There was a guy, but there are two other guys with them, and it was uh, a gay guy and a his straight roommate. And uh, the amusing thing was, everyone was all about the straight boy. Of course. Uh, and like, and it's like, okay, you idiots, uh, you have this super fucking hot gay dude, and you know. Also hot gay dude, uh, straight, straight dude. guy, but and all you're like, everyone's like, oh, I don't think he's really corrupt the straight guy. Uh, uh, you know, I, I went over to the roommate. It's like, so, um, has he ever come on to you? It's like, have you ever like, you know, has he ever shown? He's like, no. It's like, so is he prone to being naked around the apartment? It's like, yeah, sometimes boxers. I'm like, okay, he's not gay. I mean, that's proof enough for me. It's like everyone else is like, well, I think and it's like, okay, he's with this dude who's. We coaxed out of his shirt, and it's like, so if you're into, like, smooth, you know... Twinks. Yeah, yeah. ripped, uh, you know, there's definition there, and, you know, a little, little nerdy with the glasses, but um, if you're not into that, then, yeah. yeah. We, none, of, none of the rest of us had anything to offer the straight boy, who I'm pretty sure was straight. <laughs> um, but we didn't manage to get him to take his shirt off to show off his tattoos, because... You know, we're pervs, and we wanted to see, you know... We want to see the tattoos. We want to see Flush, whether or not yes. he wants to do anything with us, we'll <laughs> be gladly look. Um, no, so that was interesting. Yeah. It was all game theory. It's like, you know, hey, who are you going to talk to? The straight boy who, even if he wasn't really straight, just think of all the fucking calisthenics you're going to have to go through to get anything out of him. Or the really hot 
gay guy who everyone's ignoring because they all want the straight boy. So I went for the gay guy and chatted him up lovely and uh so that was yeah um the nice thing about the gay guy was they were there with their friends had no idea about the takeover and but mr gay boy was like a pup you know a little oh, cool proto pup who was really curious about this stuff i think he had a hood um but has not done anything yet so that was the other thing too is like oh you are a proto kinkster and uh this is perfect for you and we need to talk to you so you you know, nice little introduction to the community. Need, need to talk to you, give give you some scratches on the back of the neck, maybe a tummy rub if no, you're up for that. Didn't do that. I'm not that forward. Um, at my age, that comes off as creepy, unless the, unless you are showing that you really want it. I'm not going to go there. It's no. Um, I don't need. To, I mean, I'm just yeah, just talking to a young guy. Probably most people would see me as the creepy old guy. I don't need to be fondling them either, unless they invite it. And so, if you're a young guy who do does like frumpy daddies, never talks to me in public, uh, you just need to be very forward. <laughs> That's all. Uh, all right. So uh, I, I'll err on the side of, you know, not than on the side of like, uh, well, I, I, you know, was the thing uh, better to get uh, forgiveness than permission? Yeah, not so much these days. No, but, yeah. and I don't think it ever should have been like that. But hey. Um, but no, it was a good event. I had fun. Uh, uh, I think I stayed a bit longer than you, but not by much. Yeah, no, I I have a bad case of Cinderella syndrome. At midnight, I turn into a pumpkin. Mm. I, I wasn't there much longer, but luckily when I left, it was uh, no longer raining, so that Yay. was very nice. And uh, got home at a reasonable hour, but um, yeah, it was it was a cool event. I enjoyed myself. Yeah, I'm trying to think, did I do anything else? I think the next day I had a lovely uh, coffee date with someone I met at a kink event, and then we chatted up online afterwards, so it was kind of a nice little thing of meeting first in, you know, face-to-face, and then chatting, and then uh, meeting for coffee, and it was one, I like coffee dates that have no expectations or anything else. It's like, hey, I scheduled this in the middle of the day, we're both coming from things and both going to things, so this is actually to talk, and we had a great talk, talked for about an hour and a half. Um, the most interesting thing that came up from that was um, a desire for a, like a men's munch in Lansing. Oh yeah, you you mentioned yep. that at um, at rehearsal. And yeah. I mentioned it at rehearsal. I mentioned it at the Green Dress Run. No, actually, the bar crawl last night. I've talked to a lot of people about it. Um, the thing was, uh, and this this person had the same situation that I think we've both of us have had, and other people have had. They go to the other munch, and for anyone who doesn't know, a munch is simply. A usually monthly gathering of kinksters in a non-kink environment to mm-hmm. talk non-kink stuff, but just to socialize and be a gateway for people who are wanting to meet people uh, and might be a bit shy about doing it at an event or get to know stuff. Well, I mean, I've had, uh, at the munches I've gone to, I've had kink discussions, but more on the level of theory. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, it's mostly, or if a, a serving person goes by, you don't want to be the one who's right. talking about something. Right. Or, do, do, or do not freak out the normals, right? Yeah, and, uh, you know, it's in that, the, the munches that happen in the area have always skated that line, and it's always caused issues, because some people think that wearing a corset and having a whip on their, you know, hip is, you know, publicly grandma safe, and it's like, well, I'm not using the whip, and it's like... Yeah, okay. Of course it, you might be able to get away with the whip. That's See, my feeling much. is the dress code should be grandma safe and the conversation should, should be mom safe. Now, some people's grandmas and moms may be super kinky, but I'm thinking about the standard, you know, ideal 
you know, June Cleaver. You know, if she didn't do it in, you know, if she would have clutched pearls during an episode of Leave it to Beaver, then. <laughs> um, the, uh, oh, so yeah, the idea of a men's bunch, because we know a lot of kinky men in Lansing. Yeah. And uh, the fact that we don't get better organized for stuff, so we can have play parties, so we can have more events. Um, so that might be a thing that, you know... I, I even have an idea of where we can have it. Oh, excellent. That's uh, a start. And then, basically, place, time, and uh, day. And that's all you really need. And Because I was people, talking to people, I was like, well, we have to have a critical number. I'm like, no. Even if we have the Crit- same... Critical th- number is five. If, yeah. we ha- if we have the same three people who show up every goddamn month and at least are there, it's going to probably grow. You know, yeah, yeah, like first Friday. And even if there's some, you know, months that you have a month or two where it's only those three, as long as the word's still getting out and they're always there, you don't want it to be the month that no one showed because even the three were busy and then two new people showed. It's like, I guess this doesn't happen. You know, that's always disheartening. Even if there's only the three, they may, well, there's only three, but there was something. Um, But it was an interesting discussion. I talked to one guy. He's like, well, I want to call it, I want it to be a leather munch. I want to call it a leather munch. And I'm like... And I said, I'd rather have it be a men's munch, like more generic. Mm-hmm. If we had a community that was big enough to have like a, a you know, a men's munch and a buy munch and a latex munch, then yeah, definitely a leather munch too would be a great right. addition. But at this point, I think we have a munch, which t- oh, like I said, the experience I think many of us had it. It's it was a lovely time. I felt welcomed, but. Most any guy I saw or talked to there was straight. Right, looking, looking for his, you know, little, you know, uh, you know, unicorn princess that he could dominate, and I was like, yay, okay, yeah, yeah. I, you it, may be hot to me, but I'm definitely not what you want. So shit, I want to be able to weigh the uh, the odds a bit better in my favor. Right. I mean, it. Yeah, I, I found the the same level of frustration. I mean, it is heightened sexually. I mean, not as much mm-hmm. as. You know others, but there there is more of an awareness of one's sexuality yes. um, in in those settings, and just not having any appropriate targets. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that I all you know every or time me, I've gone, I've always felt like the only gay guy there. And you know I'll chat up guys there because you don't know till you ask. But invariably right. you hear you know, about oh yeah I, you know I like spanking. It's like oh giving or getting. It's like oh giving definitely. And you know then you find out. Giving only to a woman, right? It's like okay, got it, fair enough. Uh, but yeah, no, I thought a men's munch would be cool. Um, actually, and I was thinking, it's like, well, it doesn't even have to be a men's munch because I'm always that mindset of like, then you get it gets complicated because there's some people who identify as men. It's like, well, am I welcome? Am I not? I thought almost even just calling it a queer munch because yeah, who knows? It could be the three leather guys, then about twenty by women, <laughs> but unlikely. Um, I, I, true. I, I think a queer much will still draw a large number of gay men, or at least, you know, or bi men, because who knows? If we call it a gay men's munch, then there could be some really yeah. hot bi guys who might feel not welcome. And I, you know, I know some people do have issues with the term queer because uh, politically, oh, or politically, it's like once for an older gay, you know, for an older uh, individual, queer was very derogatory. It's like you know, it was it was a nastiness, and some haven't embraced it yet. Well, I mean, trying to be as inclusive as possible, mm-hmm. I mean, you can you can use queer, and, mm-hmm. or you end up using a mouthful of 
random le- well not random letters but you, yeah, you yeah. end up with a, yes. whole, a whole bunch of letters strung together mm-hmm. um, which is also interesting because I think there's some people in that of uh, that community who might themselves be annoyed that you're using the letters because there's kink phobia or kink you know they right. they don't want gay or LGBT AIQ associated with simply sex and kink and it's like no this is a much about Kink. Kink. It, it's it's a munch. I mean, yes. yeah, I mean, usually when a group of accountants get together, it's not called a munch. Well. <laughs> but, uh, but they probably still have sex, because that's humans. Um, the, uh, so, yeah, so that, I think, is a proto thing. I've been putting it in the ears of many people and hearing their feedback. Like I said, the person, it was someone last night who was like, yeah, I think it should be a leather munch. And I'm like, no. Well, I mean, in the communities... Mm-hmm. For straights, it is kink, mm-hmm. but yeah, gay, the gay leather community, mm-hmm. it, yeah, leather seems to be at least the historical term. And also maybe yeah. even the majority. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, like I said, Esquire yeah. used to be leather night on first Fridays, and now we've kind of turned that into a, a kink night, where leather is very welcome. But my feeling is like, well, if you want it to be a leather event, then make sure you show up in leather with, well, not to the munch, but make sure your yeah. leather friends all show. And also, right. um, yeah, I mean, and saying that it's a leather munch also conflicts with the, you know, grandmother's safe dress code, mother safe Oh, I mean, yeah, you, would, you right. definitely maybe at most, maybe a, a tasteful leather pride flag on your lapel. I, I mean, your I, cardigan. I, could, mm-hmm. I could probably get aware with wearing Levi's and boots, but yeah, the um oh the other thing too is like there's a lot of crossover. I mean I don't mm-hmm. I think it's rare you find someone who only has latex and no leather or you know vice versa. There's a lot of overlap in different communities. So, but no um, or if this person really wants to call leather munch, like more power to you. But I want to see it open to you know many people. Oh yeah. Or we could just have the the standard old idea of what happens usually with munches is when there's a a disagreement if you know fractions off and then you have the queer munch and the leather munch and if both could fill up a table sweet that would be lovely that, to have. that would be great if, if both could fill up a restaurant that would even be even better and i'll go to both probably probably all right oh uh, yeah so that i thought was an interesting thing that came from the coffee date so yay okay yeah i'm i'm having ideas we'll we'll have to have further discussions oh, yeah. off mic and rope in other people. Yeah. yeah. The more people we get into this, the better because that gets the word out. And also, different ideas. And also, ideally, more people who can help organize it because, you know, if it comes down to one person, they, that's easy enough to burn out or. Yeah. Yeah. Hey everyone, it's Dick. And Max. The hosts of Off the Cuffs, a kink and BDSM podcast. A podcast for those in the lifestyle and those who are curious about it. Each week we sit down with a different guest to discuss their radioactive spider bite into kink. And it gives everybody a chance to express themselves in matters of sexuality. And a platform in which to express it. It's conversational, it's educational, and it's a lot of fun. More and more people have been reaching out to us telling us what they've learned about themselves just from us sharing our stories with each other every week. So find Off the Cuffs on iTunes or your favorite podcast streaming service and follow us on twitter and instagram at ocp kink um okay so yesterday yes uh for me uh i went down to menjo's um icon Mm -hmm. uh was there mr friendly was there Mm -hmm. 
um, and it, they were celebrating St. Patrick's Day mm-hmm. um, a day early because the bar would much rather do it on a Saturday than on a yes. Sunday, and I think most people would rather... Was a, a leprechaun cage match was on the Lep- Yeah. With um, Seamus, uh, a WWE wrestler, a picture of him, because he's notably Irish. He's super pale and has red hair and, and, and uh, very built. He was the picture on the poster, but I don't think he was in attendance. No, he was not in attendance. Um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, had generally a good time. Um, yeah, again, I, by 12.30 I was dead, mm-hmm. of course. Uh, but, um, yeah, quite a few Lansing mm-hmm. uh, okay. folk were there. Um, Pup Fritz mm-hmm. was there. Uh, Neptune and his group. Coitry. Uh, yeah. Yes. And Fargo showed up. Uh, later in the night after saying that he wouldn't be able to make it, but he, <laughs> he got dragged down there um, and did it. I, I think he ended up having uh, a good time. Met several people there who just wanted to be held. And uh, yeah, I was happy to hold them and uh, ran into this really cute ginger puppy. Mm-hmm. Bear cub, furry <laughs> all over, and about as much shame as me. And oh dear, yeah. So we found a dark corner and um, had indiscretions. Yes, that, 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 that's a pleasant way to put it. Um, yeah, the the leprechaun cage match was a thing. Okay. Um, it was on the dance floor, and there were no pads on oh. the floor, so okay. they couldn't really. Do a lot of the wrestling throws. Okay. So mm-hmm. yeah, and afterwards, th- this this made me wonder about the DJ and the management. Um, they gave both of the, the leprechauns a bunch of plastic gold coins. Okay. Yep. And threw them out into the audience, mm-hmm. and said, "Whoever brings the most of these to the bartender gets a hundred dollar credit." And I'm like, ouch. People are going to get hurt. Yes. Yes. The, the things drunks will do for, for $100 worth of free well, booze. Or just throw out 100 coins and say each one's a dollar off a drink. You know, that, that's yeah, still that, something. That, but you have a handful and you're happy. But if you need to get the most, oh, the, yeah. Because yeah, there, there can be only one. Yeah. That, oh, yeah. That, um, I mean, I can get super competitive myself. Uh, um, so yeah, so yeah, that just seems like not, oh yeah. So how did it, where's the blood? Uh, no blood okay. that, that I could tell, but yeah, again, um, I, I wasn't able to get a good angle mm-hmm. to, to watch the match, but from what I could tell it, it was a lot of stand up wrestling and okay. yeah, I mean, they, they didn't want to strike each other. They didn't want to suplex or throw each other and I love, yeah. was it just Guys dressed in green, or were they actually like little people? Um, I don't know what the proper term for they they people. were not they were not little people. Thank the gods, but, okay, at least uh, they didn't go there. Um, but the taller one was five four, okay. and the shorter one was five two. So oh, so they went with okay pocket case. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, fair enough. Um, and there were just two of them. I thought there were going to be more, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, just the two. Um, and at Menjo's, they have an adult store. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had some stuff on their clearance rack, including these lovely green 
Very uh, green. Very green. Uh, acid green. Anal, Anal beads. Yep. Uh, starts at about, what would you say, that's about the size of a ping pong ball? Uh, yes. A little smaller, maybe. And up to... Bigger. Uh, a, a tangerine. A handball. Yeah, tangerine. Uh, yeah, a tangerine or, or yeah, a racket ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Hmm. Has a bit of an odor to it. I'll, I'll have to uh, get, give it a good uh, scrub before I uh, insert the darn thing. Um, but I was able to get this for $7.50, okay. original price $80. Oh, so I was wow. Like, I was like, okay. Yeah, a I, sale. Yeah, a real sale. I mean, I don't know that I'll be able to get past the second yeah. ball myself, but I was, I was gonna say, I, it's I've, like, I've got plenty of aspirational toys. At, at that deal, it's like, even yeah. if it was a toy I would never really want to inflict on myself, I can't pass up a sale. And, and one of the things, um, as, I, as I look over and I see, I wore my orange handkerchief okay. to, to the St. Patrick's Day um, event because... Um, You're Protestant. I, well, I'm 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 not a Republican. <laughs> but um, the uh, yeah the uh, I didn't do that event. Although I heard people going there because uh, yesterday was busy for me. Uh, my running club had a green dress run. That wasn't a fundraiser, but it wasn't really one of our normal runs. It was more of a pub crawl, an excuse for a pub crawl. Um, I don't know where I had a green dress from years ago when we tried to do this. So in March, so it would be warmer than our red dress will run in February. But uh, who knows where that dress is? It's buried. So I just wore my kilt. But I did wear running tights under it. So I thought, okay, that's the... If you wear something underneath a kilt, it's now a skirt. So therefore... Fair enough. It's a, and I also had a foofy like pirate shirt that was green. <laughs> I wore about seven or eight different greens that all clashed. Uh, I, but it, I, you know, I stayed warm. It was a colder day. Um, so... Uh, we did that. It was an interesting event. We went to many places. Um, and uh, the interesting was, interesting thing was, uh, the Red Dress run, there was a guy there who was very friendly. Like, but this is when he was pretty drunk. But just, I thought, okay, and he showed up at the Green Dress run. I'm like, interesting. And when he was a bit more sober, I kind of talked to him and found out, no, he's a straight boy. He doesn't want have guys doing anything with him. But he does like attention. And it's like, oh, fair enough. Because I said, well, you were seemed kind of friendly. He's like, oh, no, I do like attention. It's like, okay, fair enough. <laughs> you know? But um, I had a really interesting talk. I mean, we did open up, and he shared some pretty intimate things. But I think just because I was my, you know, oh, this person seems safe. I can open up and talk to him kind of, you know, demeanor, which a lot of people do seem to take as, <laughs> oh, this doesn't seem like someone who will take advantage of me. And it's like, yeah, I pretty much won't. But um, no, uh, he opened up about some stuff, so I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure he is, you know, what he says straight. So I'm like, okay, good to know because I know it's not a matter of wasting of time, but I don't have to waste any attentions on him, thinking that something may come of it. <laughs> so I'm glad. So that opened me up to talk to other people, which there weren't a lot at this event. Uh, I don't. I think there were two of us who were gay. But then that led to the uh, Suits in the City had a scholarship fundraiser. Mm-hmm. That was a pub crawl that started later in the evening. So I went from, from one, one right pub to the crawl other. to another. Yep. Wow. Uh, yes. Um, trouble is, it was much more crowded by that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they all stuck around Old Town. The idea was like every hour would be a different establishment, which oh. they didn't really stick to. Yeah, and I, I saw a flyer for that. It like started and the ended at, at the Esquire. Well, technically, it ended at Spiral. 
You right. ended, you were at Esquire at midnight, but then at one a.m. you went to Spiral, and your your donation got you a wristband so you could get into Spiral. But I'm like, uh, I'm not going to last till one a.m. Yes. Um, I I lasted till ten. Uh, I was there pretty much just to give someone some money and chat. Um, they didn't really stick to the schedule because everything was so close, and some places they went to was just, were just too crowded for mm-hmm. the the mass, um, and other places were too loud. So. Uh, the uh, but the fun thing there was I ran into, it's a thing with couples I guess. There's this couple that I've run into at other events and mm-hmm. chatted with. Uh, when I was leaving early, they're like, "Oh, we can't go yet," and I'm like, "Okay." Want to bet? Oh <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I did go. Uh, but I think it was more along the lines of like, we were hoping that maybe we could hang out with you more. Maybe something could happen tonight. And I'm like. That would be cool. Unfortunately, I've been a long day, and I'm not up to anything. If you would have run into me an hour ago, no, uh, no, I, I after the four the, hours ago, the red dress run. So, and that would have been too early because then I'd be like, I don't want to do something now. I want, I don't want to miss out <laughs> on socializing because I do like socializing. So, no, that was just really cool. That it's um, it's a lovely hot couple. I'd love to do stuff with. Um, one of them was really, like. He looked so familiar. I'm like, I'm, I know him from somewhere. I'm forgetting him. I feel bad about this. Then realized, like, this morning when I woke up, it's like, nope, he reminds me of someone else I know. That's why I think I know him. Uh-huh. Okay, good. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not forgetting the details. But, um, no, I didn't feel too bad about not interacting because I got home and 10.30 was in bed and fell fast asleep and was asleep for a good nine hours. So, yeah, no. I just was not up to shenanigans, which is a sadness. Yeah. Uh, one other thing I want to mention about the time at Menjo's, mm-hmm. uh, Pop Fritz. He, the reason why he wasn't at the uh, Michigan Rubber Men is that he was in Cleveland oh, yes. at Kilted Bros mm-hmm. getting a kilt. Yes. And so he got to show off his kilt in, I saw in pictures. black leather. Oh, nice. And he also got... Um, I think it's called the Buchanan Tartan. It okay. is yellow and black. And um, he loaned that out to another member of the the crew. Because mm-hmm. um, Neptune and his crew drafted um, Fritz to be their designated driver. Okay. okay. <laughs> so that makes, makes sense. Yep. Um, so, yeah, he uh, let one of them have uh, have the Buchanan Tartan. Oh, cool. Uh, for that night, so oh, and the, I had done something the night before. Uh, I went to Triptych, which is a show that they had in Ann Arbor uh, Friday and Saturday, mm-hmm. and it's a uh, composed classical piece with voices and instruments that involves uh, Maplethorpe photography Ooh. and words. Um, that was a very interesting thing, yeah, and also it involves words um, uh, from um, like poems that were written. By Patty Smith and other individuals that were, and also transcripts from the uh, obscenity trial. So it was an interesting piece and it was powerful. Uh, they didn't use some of the more they. I mean, there are <laughs> oh, no, there are pictures of you know penises and you know assholes, but uh, some of the more just shocking photos weren't used. And it was like a, the one with the bullwhip. Yep. No. Um. I think the Maplethorpe Foundation. Uh. This was the world premiere of it. Oh. And it was done by you know. Um, uh, Bryce Desner uh, was the composer, and he's part of the National, and he's been known for his classical work. But I think it was just too new of a thing for the foundation to feel comfortable allowing these images to be used. You know, they thought it might be too salacious, or mm-hmm. this might be some fly-by-night, you know, something. 
Um, no, but, but the, the, the people involved were very much about, um, they're in negotiations because it's, this is the premiere, but you know, there's only going to be a handful of cities it goes to. Right. And, and it's not like a Broadway show that gets locked down. And they're hoping, yeah, they're hoping to expand upon the pieces and especially the pieces of art that get used. And so that it's, it's a, you know, so that's exciting. So the bull, what might make an appearance in a later production, but I you know there's still some very, you know, of uh, big scenes and all that, so uh, uh, it was it was good. It was a very moving and powerful piece. And the other sad thing is because it's so new, there's no recording of it, like to be had. No, you can't buy the CD of it because it hasn't been recorded. It hasn't yet. been recorded yet. Yes, but that was perhaps very, sometime in the future. Super artsy though, and I felt like ooh, I'm posh. <laughs> um, Tasteful know. male. Dudes. Yes, uh, and they you know fielded questions from the audience afterwards because they had the directors, composers, the librettist, all that were off there fielding questions and cool. Yeah, one of the directors, she's she's fierce, and I think the others were in fear of her, and that's good. <laughs> because they also brought up a lot of things too. Because you know there's some thought about Maplethorpe basically, um, yeah, not really paying his uh, some of his models very well. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's been an issue, or or simply using his models as objects of desire, and you know, and that, and so that's you know they're they're all aware of that, and that's something that was on their minds too for this piece. So it was it came up in the music and the, some of the, the lyrics. So it's like interesting piece. So uh, anyone listening to this, well, you're not being able to see it in Ann Arbor. Um, it it ended last night, but uh, I think it's going to be in New York and some other places. So. Cool. All right. Uh, moving on to the expert mm. portion of the show. Uh, this was inspired by a food podcast mm. uh, that I listened to, and they talked about slutty brownies, mm-hmm. um, which is a chocolate chip cookie, Oreos, and then brownie batter. Okay. A chocolate chip cookie dough, mm-hmm. and then you bake that. Um, and they said it was called slutty because it's easy Easy and slightly naughty, okay, is, is how ah, it got its really. name. But that also um, on there um, and on here led to discussion of the term slut. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, one of the podcasters mentioned that a slut is anyone who's having more sex than you. Yeah. <laughs> but um, well, then if that's the case, I don't know any sluts. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the big, well, no, I'm not the biggest hoe I know. I don't charge for it anymore. (laughs) Well, what was that? Uh, I can't, oh, okay. No, the thing I heard was a a stupid joke that was, uh, what's the difference between a slut and, uh, well, the term used because there's straight guys, bitch, but I like to say bastard. What's the difference between a slut and a bastard? Slut will have sex with anyone. A bastard will have sex with anyone except you. Except you. Um, yeah, the, uh. Uh, no, I mean, yeah, I think generally it's like the idea of like someone who's very sex positive, but it's always kind of derogatory. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, you know, they like sex, they have a lot of sex. Isn't that wrong of them? Yeah, how, how dare they have a good time? How dare they oh, you enjoy have a good time, their bodies? But, you, know, yeah. you should be having a good time while you're trying to conceive a child <sighs> or within a relationship. I think, yeah, anyone who is just generally, you know, enjoys sex for sex sake and just enjoys it yeah the term slut and i think a lot of people have reclaimed it i'm very you know uh, there's a lo- lovely book called the ethical slut 
mm-hmm. which talk, you know, that is kind of, and I think it's yeah. had a new edition too that really talks about claiming that title and also being positive about sex. Right. Yeah. No, I I remember hearing about the ethical slut gee, back in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was really one of the first books on the topic. Um, I'm also uh, reminded of a Facebook meme that had been bouncing around recently. Um, that being gay means you can be the Blanche of your straight friends, mm-hmm. but the Dorothy of your gay friends. To which my response was, you guys have straight friends you can talk about sex with? Because <laughs> I, I don't. I, 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 I've kind of tightly curated my whole life. I do. I mean, I do have straight friends, and yeah, because we've, you know, they listen to things like Dan Savage and all that, and... You know, so they're aware of stuff and they get curious and it's like sometimes I'm the gay person they can ask about stuff and it's like, um, or also it's like I don't think they're, you know, they're worried about, you know, things. Like I said, I, I talked in depth and to a straight guy last night and there was a lot of uh, sexual stuff being brought up. But, uh, but you know, put my cards on the line, you know, I'm put my cards on the line. That on the I, table? That's it. I think there's metaphors there. Gangs just slurry together. Um... And, you know, I mentioned this, like, oh, yeah, I thought, you know, you were coming on to me, but I guess you're not. So, okay. And, you know, it was just very matter of fact. And it's like, okay, then I, I, I take you at face value for being the straight guy you say you are. So, um, but there, yeah, the, uh, the slut thing, it's, uh, yeah, I've always, I prefer people who consider themselves sluts because <laughs> um, I think in our society, we think, you know, I think there's this thing we use sex for so much to sell things and all this, but then we also see it as wrong and it has to be tightly controlled. And sluts are a danger to that status quo. Sluts are someone who's like, no, I'm not going to control right. it. I'm going to enjoy this. I'm going to have it for fun. And uh, I think, you know, we get as people who play coy. They do like sex, but they don't want it to be known they like sex. So you have to be coy because no, because you know, it's like they can actually suffer repercussions. I mean, a lot of kinksters who have to stay in the closet. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, they were, they have children and they're pretty sure that they're going to get a visit from somebody. If it becomes known that they do really naughty things. Oh, but there's also children in the family. It's like, what are you doing to them? And it's like nothing because yeah. you have a special room and yeah, those things get put away and you know, the kids know not to go there. Yeah. Adult times, um, or uh, jobs, and think of all the you know bosses that would get their panties in a bunch if they found out you know their employees were you know promiscuous or enjoyed doing things. It's like yeah, or and God forbid if those teachers, oh my gosh, teachers, oh better, my gosh, teachers, they better be virgins unless they you know, unless they're married. Um, yeah, so I think society has put these things where you can actually lose you know families, livelihoods, reputation. You know, and, and you could say, well, you know, I could see reputations like, well, screw those people. But yeah, well, yes, nice... some sometimes those people are indirectly responsible yes. for paying your bills and so. money and, you know, not yeah. being troubled is a good thing. So, yeah, so I can see people who are just coy about stuff. Like I can think of one guy who I don't know, I, I get such cross signals from him. He gets super friendly and kind of flirty. But then when you actually try and do anything, he's like, oh, no, he, no, I would never do that. And it's like, okay, well, just tell me if you ever would. You know, I've, I've written this guy off because right. even when he gets, like, mostly when he's drunk and gets super friendly, I'm like, no, I know that as soon as you're sober or as soon as this gets to anything, you're going to be all flutter about it and just 
have to giggle and screech your way out of here. And it's like, no, I don't have time for that. Yeah, I mean... Hey, I'm Sunny Megatron from American Sex, a podcast about life, liberty, and the pursuit of fuck. Ooh, that's kind of a trashy first impression, isn't it? I'm so sorry. Okay. <clears throat> On American Sex, Ken Melvoinberg and I explore our guests' deepest, darkest sexual secrets, hang-ups, fantasies, and victories. Each episode reminds us that in this fine country of ours, no matter our differences, we all want and deserve the same thing. Freedom and happiness and f- find American Sex on iTunes, Stitcher, and most podcast services, or at americansexpodcast.com. I've been dealing with somebody recently who who is, you know, coy and says that he doesn't play around in town uh, because of his reputation, and uh, invited me to a a nice gay campground out of state where mm-hmm. we could play. But I'm like. I'm gonna drive five hours to. Uh, I mean, you fine. You ain't that fine. <laughs> no, it is interesting because yeah, I do know a lot of people. I mean, I actually know a straight couple who are into bondage, and they will never do anything in town. If there was an event in town, they would never. But one of them is a teacher, and would be and teaches graduate level people, so could very realistically run into a student, and she's like, no, don't want to deal with that. You know, it's, it's just the, the dynamics of it all. It's like, there's, you know, it, there's the power dynamics, and suddenly if a student is like, hey, I suddenly hold over you, and, you know, in the straight world, it's like, yeah, that might be something that might cause them trouble. Yeah, but, I mean, the, well, yeah. Until you there, have there, 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 There's the power imbalance there, but I was thinking... I know, do know the, that the, the department she in is in is highly homophobic, so uh, they're probably also, like, knowing that... Yeah, they're yeah, like, they're, they're probably also... Which is ironic because the department that she's in, you would not think it would be one that would be opposed to the homosexuals. Yet at MSU it is. I won't say which department it is, but oh, and and I will be, I won't be tacky enough to to guess on the mic. <laughs> well, we're gonna have such wonderful discussions <laughs> off mic this week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but the yeah, it's, it's a matter of I I prefer sluts because sluts someone who's willing to say, hey. Damn the consequences, or if, you know, I have nothing to lose by letting people know that I am, you know, it's like being gay out with your homosexuality. Mm-hmm. It's like I prefer people who can be out and have lives where they don't feel need to be closeted because it can be very complicated and 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 hard to deal with them. It's like okay, how much of your life that I know of do I not have to share with what circles of your life? Like, right, run to you and your mom. Okay, what you know. Right, or, or do I have to say we've met? Right, or I mean the the same with, you know, the guys who are, you know, in a relationship, but still want to fuck around. Oh yeah, and uh, oh god, no, of course I don't want it getting back to my primary partner, and I'm like, well, and that's, oh. and that's yeah, then yeah, that's that, cheating. Well, I think it's yeah. more likely the couples who are open, but then can't really be open about their openness because people will talk and. You know, we do care about what people think. It's we're social creatures, and we have these hierarchies where, you know, it'd be nice to think, well, should you worry about what they say? And it's like, well, trouble is though, when they—that's how societies work. You know, we, there's a certain reputation score we have, and that can lead you to other social circles or that. And it's like, well, I don't want to play that game. 
sorry, you are playing that game. Whether you say you're not, and I was like, oh, right, I, right. I have to, I run by different rules. Well, good to say, and but don't be bitchy when you are not asked to go to lots of fun, cool parties or events because other people are playing by those rules. You know, you have to take the consequences of not playing the game. And sometimes that's making your own social circle, and sometimes that's more satisfying than playing the game. I mean, oh yeah, there's a, there's a, you know, I know people who don't play the game for about money. It's like, okay, I have a shit job. I'm never going to have a lot of money in my life, but there's other things I do enjoy. Yeah, and, and, it's like, and I have enough money to keep a roof over my head. Oh, and keep or my they might not, food. but that's not how they keep score. They have a good collection. And, you know, they if they're one major health crisis away from not having anything, but it's hard to be build up to that level where you even have that. You know? Yeah. I mean, I was just thinking that myself. It's like, you can't live a life where you aren't making, you know, I mean, just because of healthcare in this society. You know, you, unless you're at a decent job, you're always, you know, at the mercy of, like, dying because you, you know, we have a screwed up health system. Yes. But, I mean, you know, yeah. it, it, well, if someone wanted to just live as frugally as possible, it's like, hey, I can live on beans and rice forever, and I just need the barest of accommodations, they still need a huge amount of money for health. And that's the sadness. You can never, you can't live frugally in this society and expect to live a long time. <laughs> and that's the sadness because like, hey, if you want to forgo creature comforts and status, you should be able to, but we can't. Um, but that, I mean, but that's the same thing with the reputation. It's like, well, we shouldn't care about that stuff, but other people do and they have some control over us. Yeah, and I guess that's part of why I'm able to be so free with my sexuality is because of you know, how ruthlessly I have mm -hmm. curated my, my social circles and, you know, moving a couple of times mm -hmm. helps with that, but... Yeah, you surround yeah. yourself with people who get you. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's it. It's like, and that's part of the reason I want a munch is like, you know, fuck all these, you know, yeah, uh, judgmental types. No, don't fuck them. <laughs> give, give me, you know, give me the people who will be, you know, who share the same values that I do. You know, and then it's, and one of the values I have is, you know, no, sex is a good thing. It should be for fun. And, you know, slut shouldn't be a derogatory term. And uh, and those are the people I want to be around. And when I'm not, I'm like, uh. And I don't really, I, I kind of self-select because I usually, if I hear someone saying something or kink shaming or stuff like that, yeah, I'm the asshole who's going to speak up and kind of like, oh, you know, oh, honey, or just be pissy to their face and then that you know means that i've yeah selected certain circles that i'm probably not welcome in and it's like it is sad because there's things to be gained from some of those circles and but you know also when you have a small community like lansing it's like you know you start trimming right. away some of those circles uh the yeah, yeah you have it, to it, interact it gets with really small really small. fast yeah so but that's just too much of my nature <laughs> to be quiet about certain things yeah no i I, I need to live authentically, and those who can't deal with it, well, that's mm -hmm. their problem and not mine. Mm -hmm. yep. And, oh. We started quite yeah. late. So we did know, start late. Yeah, no, I was thinking we, we were almost out of time. We got another 15 minutes. Okay. Well, uh, that's good go. because there's future events happening and crafting, uh, which I have nothing to contribute to the crafting. Well, uh, for crafting, um, I did have a quick chat with Fargo. He does want a dick. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go ahead. Uh, and whip one of those up. Um, I spent far too long trying to find my H-sized crochet hook. Oh. It, it disappeared for a while, but it's back now. Um, and I've decided... Oh, you found the original one and not bought a new one? 
Yeah. Because I have so many crochet needles that it's like, oh, I want this project. Don't find out where it is. Oh, I'll just buy a new one. Yeah. Um, they're pretty cheap. They are. Uh, um, I've decided for his mm -hmm. um, that I'm going to do most of it in tan mm -hmm. rather than the pink that I've used on previous ones. Um, still going to give it a, a nice big purple head, mm -hmm. and I'm going to try and use um, some of the techniques, see if I can do them in reverse uh, from the mushroom that I made okay. um, to give it, uh, see if I can give it a mushroom head. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, still can't figure out a way to do a foreskin, um, but mm -hmm. uh, I'll, I, may, I may give this one a dorsal vein, too, because I've done picture that. a foreskin. Just be yeah. another layer that maybe you have to, you know, not... Maybe do it separately, but yeah, I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, you're, you're trying to figure out. Yes, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's not, not good podcasting. You can, yeah, you're looking in the distance <laughs> and gesturing. So we'll just, but you can think about that. Um, yeah, not so much on that. Um, future events are well. One thing is the day after this uh, comes out, there will be a fundraiser for the chorus. Yes, uh, at McAllister's Deli. That's in Eastwood in Lansing. Um, uh, basically, go there and uh, mention that you're there for the course, and I think a ten percent of your twenty oh of your bill goes to us. Yeah, uh, yeah, cost you nothing extra, and so um, there'll be course members there, and uh, we'd love to see you. Right, and we will be um, handing out um, slips for a drawing for a McAllister's gift card. Ooh, okay, um, and us doing this will also put us in a drawing to get uh, some bonus money um, from McAllister's, uh, from everyone who does fundraisers with them um, this spring, I oh, think. Oh, cool. Okay. And I, I believe the more that we have, the more draws that we yes. get in so that. It's, so it's yeah. a good thing uh, because we have events that we need money for coming. Uh, the other event I know of, um, I think Motor City Bears are having some sort of uh, like weekend gathering in a hotel, like some... You know, so if you're a Motor City Bear or that, I guess they're, you know, I, I know a lot of, um, like, Camp It does something similar when the weather's just not nice enough. Mm -hmm. A gathering of people get together and they have a little mini convention in a hotel. And I don't know if there's programming, but I've, you know, I've heard of it and I'm tempted to go because I think I know people who are going to be there. And I'm like, it'd be fun just to get away, but I don't know yet. I haven't decided. The, the Motor City Bears are good guys. Yes. I've met them many times at uh, Creek Ridge where they often put on breakfasts or have events. And uh, so, yeah, I don't know what's really planned there, but I think, yeah, that I think you either have to know a bear or be a member to, or I, I you don't, well, yeah, you have to know someone because they have non-member prices and membership prices. So it obviously must be open to non-members. And uh, Claw is... Coming up as well, um, I got my volunteer shifts. Um, I'm going to be um, helping out in the skills and education areas mm -hmm. um, Friday morning and Sunday morning. Mm -hmm. So um, that may mean that I I might not miss out on anything. Um, it, it depends on what what my duties are. Mm -hmm. um, I have a feeling it's going to be, you know, help set up the rooms, help break them down, um, collect surveys, that mm -hmm. sort of thing. Um, they do have the schedule of classes, uh, listed, um, the, uh, the class that's being taught by our doctor, uh, is first thing Friday morning, oh. uh, which is kind of rough on, uh, Mr. Friendly because 
uh, he uh, head of Mr. Friendly is also teaching that class mm -hmm. with our doctor, but Mr. Friendly has their biggest um, fundraiser in Kalamazoo the day before. Ouch. So, yeah, he has to get up early and beat feet to Cleveland Friday morning. Oh, oh yeah. I'm like, get someone else to drive you. Sleep in the car. <laughs> that might work better. Hmm. Yeah. So, so there's a fundraiser in Kalamazoo for Mr. Friendly then? Yes, uh, dining out. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, that Thursday. Um, oh. He... Is that similar to ours, where you go to an event and a, yeah, a restaurant, yes. and then you yeah, mention... Yeah, except it's like five different restaurants, oh. and um, Mr. Mister Friendly's going to be on the 12 o'clock and 5 o'clock news oh, wow. for it. Cool. So, yeah, it's it's big. So, nice. yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, if you're in the Kalamazoo area, go out to eat um, mm -hmm. uh, that day. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to that. Um uh, First Friday is going to be late, mm -hmm. later in March, um, because, well, in, or not in March, in April. Mm -hmm. What am I thinking? Because uh, okay. April 1st is a Monday. As a, Oh, okay. As, I thought you as, meant you were moving it. Not, no, uh, no, no. Moving away from the first Friday for some reason. I'm like, I, we've, had no. the, we've had this <laughs> yeah, discussion. No, no, no it, okay, it, it's, okay. it is going to be on the first Friday, and I was just thinking, oh, yeah, so it'll still be... Um, first Friday and then DVC the next okay. day. It's not one of those shifted. Okay. Odd, yeah, odd months when the the first is on a Saturday and mm -hmm. that throws everything off. So uh, yeah, um, that, I've I've been and I've been looking at the vendors that are going to be at mm -hmm. Claw and working out my budget and I'm like, what can I get? What can I get this time? Yeah, I'm. I can't quite afford a sling because those are running about six hundred dollars, and okay. I, I, I'd like to. I just can't afford it. But mm. I'm thinking mm, maybe a rim seat, mm. May, maybe some other toys. But yeah, we'll find out what I end up getting there, and I'll share it with you guys, and might take pictures and post it on the Facebook group. And on that note, we've run out of time again. Please send your questions, comments, show ideas, dirty pictures, or project photos to harryprone at gmail.com or tweet at us. We are at harryprone.com. Our theme music is Hotspot by Aux, used under the Creative Commons Attribution License. Please be sure to listen to our friends on the internet, Sewers of Paris, Wait What, and Linoleum Night. Thanks so much for listening. Please leave a rating and review wherever you get your podcasts. We are your hosts, Sarah Kane. And Lansing Mike. Wishing you peace, love, and perversion. Good night. Good night.